Hey, it's Jordan Gosporé, host of Hazard and Jay. I'm back in your podcast feed a little earlier than expected. That's because there's big super fun news this week. President Joe Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law with New Jersey Representative Frank Pallone by his side. And now I'm going to take action that uh, I've been looking forward to doing for 18 months. Yeah, it's now law. Climate change initiatives, tax reform, and drug price regulation are the big headlines of this law, especially for those who don't host a podcast about Superfund sites. But tucked in the hundreds of pages of this bill is the return of the Superfund tax on oil and petroleum companies. This means the toxic sites we cover on this show have a greater chance of finally getting cleaned up. See, the Superfund was designed to rely on taxes on chemical and oil companies. But those taxes expired years ago, leaving the program strapped for cash and sites around the nation stuck in limbo. Earlier this year, I spoke with former New Jersey Governor Jim Florio about how the tax initially worked when he wrote the Superfund law as a member of Congress in 1980, and why it still matters today. One of the principles we built into the law was that the polluters should pay. That would be the mantra. And uh, we've changed things. And my grandchildren to this day, they're adults now, but they mentioned Pop Pop was in charge of getting the dolphins back. In the past few years, New Jersey politicians, Senator Cory Booker and Representative Frank Pallone have pushed to reinstate the Superfund tax. Here's what Representative Pallone had to say earlier this summer about how he got polluters to pay. The majority of the cleanup is done by the polluter or paid for by the polluter under direction of the EPA. And so you just have to constantly push and embarrass them and, you know, sometimes bring people to public hearings where they criticize the proposed plans that they have for cleanup because they're not adequate. So that's the kind of thing that I do. I'm not sure if Representative Pallone will necessarily have to change his playbook now that the Superfund tax is back. But there still is a lot of work to do to get New Jersey's 114, yes, 114 Superfund sites cleaned up. Representative Pallone recently spoke with NJ Spotlight News anchor Brianna Venosi about the next chapter in Superfund history and why it's such a big deal. Congressman, I'm thinking primarily about the number of people in New Jersey who live within just a few miles of a Superfund site. What will this money mean for them? Well, it means that a lot of these sites will be cleaned up faster, more completely, in a more environmental way, and that uh, they're not paying for it. In other words, the, the polluters, those who cause the pollution, are paying for it because for the last I guess almost 30 years now, uh, we've been operating a Superfund program without a Superfund, without the oil and gas and the chemical industry paying for it, unless you could find that they directly caused the problem. Right. It's been decades here since uh, the tax expired. It's something that you have worked on. Is this funding enough to make up the ground uh, that's needed because in the past they needed to rely on settlements or taxpayer money? I want to stress that If a Superfund site polluter is still uh, out there, in other words, they haven't gone bankrupt, they can find them, then they're required to clean up the site with their own money. And that is the case with most of them. What we're talking about here are the, what we call orphan sites. In other words, they're one where there is nobody around, 
they're bankrupt, whatever. This is also, Congressman, part of what the White House uh, has said is the focus on environmental justice, uh, larger environmental justice spending. That's um, yeah, do you see it as such? And where else does it need to improve? Absolutely, because it often happens that uh, in those areas, uh, you know, where there were poorer or minority communities, that these companies uh, have left, don't exist anymore, and they are what we call orphan sites, or they refuse to clean them up. And so uh, a lot of this has been, uh, you know, foot dragging over the years, and that's why it's important for the federal government to have money so that they can go in uh, and do this. And, you know, remember, this is a tax on the, uh, the crude oil industry, on the chemical industry, which in general has caused most of this problem, if not all of this problem. This is uh, a, a pretty big chunk of money, $11.7 billion. Are there provisions in this bill, Congressman, that ensure that this money will be reoccurring, this tax will be reoccurring, or will be looking at the same scenario in another you know, 10 years if it's set to expire? Well, it's a little bureaucratic. In the bipartisan infrastructure bill, we extended, we authorized the tax on the chemical industry for 10 years. So for the next 10 years, that's that 11.7 billion that's being generated. But in the Inflation Reduction Act, which we passed on Friday, that's about an equivalent amount that will come from the uh, oil industry. And that is permanent. So you'd get about that amount for the next 10 years, but then it doesn't have to be reauthorized. It continues permanently. So yeah, I mean, it's a significant amount of money. Over the next 10 years, you'll have a, you know, somewhere between close to $25 billion, and then half of that continues uh, without even having to, Congress to go back to it. Which Superfund sites in New Jersey are in your crosshairs for really needing um, the, you know, you mentioned orphan sites where, you know, you, the polluters either don't exist or, you know, you can't find them, can't hold them accountable. Which sites are really in your crosshairs? Well, for the first year, uh, we've already identified three and a half billion dollars for, uh, I, I just give you an example. I mean, I can give them all to you. The Diamond Head Oil Refinery in Kearney, uh, the former uh, Kiltone Company in Violin, the Garfield Groundwater Contamination, Kaufman, Mintier in Springfield, New Jersey Roebling Steel in Florence. How do you determine, uh, you know, where you go first? You know, Superfund is ranked, Brianna, by, you know, worst to, I mean, they're all bad, don't get me wrong, because by definition, they're the worst sites in the country. But it's ranked based on, you know, how bad it is and how quickly we need to clean up to avoid uh, health and health consequences. You know, these are all sites that uh, people live near in New Jersey relatively, and we, we don't want people to get sick. Hazard is a space not just for learning about Superfund sites, but for engaging our communities in conversation around the cleanup of these toxic places. Do you have questions about Superfund sites in New Jersey? Do you live near one? If so, I want to hear from you. Send me a tweet using hashtag HazardNJ, or leave me a voice memo at hazard at myNJPBS.org. We may play your comments in a future episode. Hazard NJ is an NJ Spotlight News production. The show is written, edited, and hosted by me, Jordan Gospore. Jamie Kraft is the executive producer with NJ Spotlight News. 
Our executive in charge of production is Joe Lee. Michael Saul Warren is our associate producer. Chris Panza is our production assistant. Chloe Matisi is our production manager. Our sound designer and engineer is Mark Bush. Music for Hazard and Jay was composed by Nick Pennington. Artwork by Matthew Fleming. Support for Hazard and Jay is provided by Peril and Promise, a public media reporting initiative covering the human stories of climate change and its solutions, with major funding provided by Dr. P. Roy Vagelos and Diana T. Vagelos. You can learn more at pbs.org forward slash Peril and Promise.